If you're a pastor, elder, deacon, nonprofit board member, or business owner, I need you to listen to this. K&K Furnishings needs to be on your shortlist. K&K Furnishings are committed to helping you find the right furnishings for your church or organization. These guys specialize in quality worship seating, welcome centers, cafes, nurseries, classrooms, as well as stage and podium furnishings. The two owners have over 70 years of combined pastoral experience, so not only will every transaction be handled with integrity and professionalism, but they have the experience to provide you with the perfect solutions for your furniture needs, and they absolutely understand your budget constraints and demands. K&K Furnishings are devoted to providing you quality pieces that save you money. They can do this because they don't have the overhead of a brick and mortar store and they have relationships with over 200 manufacturers nationwide. Look, we all know there's a lot of junk out there. K&K understands that many times bargains aren't true money savers. They end up costing you more in the long run. At K&K, they believe that quality furnishings don't have to be outrageously expensive. And here's the best part. K&K Furnishings sells nationally and can also provide in-person consultations in Michigan, Ohio, and Indiana. If you can't meet in person, they'd be happy to set up a Zoom consultation for you today. So whatever your next project is, whether it's your home office or your church sanctuary, K&K Furnishings is the only place you need to look. Go to www.kkfurnishings.com to see how they can help you or call 567-318-4520. That's www.kkfurnishings.com or call 567-318-4520 or click on the link in the description of this episode. K&K Furnishings, furnishing business, education, worship, and hospitality for the glory of God. Hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, I got to tell you about Jacob's Supply. Jacob's Supply is the place you got to go for all of your material needs. These guys bring you construction supplies and appliances for up to 50% off retail price, all brand new. Your home builder needs some lumber? Jacob's Supply has you covered. You a deacon at your church and you're in charge of that next Narthex floor job? Jacob's Supply has got you. Heck, they got Cortec Luxury Vinyl Plank right now for $3.59 a square foot. Go look that stuff up at Lowe's or Home Depot, man. That stuff is selling for $7 to $8 a square Square foot. That's over 50% off retail. Even if you just have some home projects you're working on, Jacob Supply is the place for you. I just built an outdoor grilling area this spring for that old smoker and grill. Guess where I got the metal roof, lumber, and screws? Yeah, that's right, Jacob Supply. Looking for a fridge, stove, washer, dryer? They got them all, and their name brand. Samsung, Bosch, Frigidaire, all 20, 30, 40% off retail. Brand new and ready for you. Located in Temperance, Michigan, it's worth it to stop by even if you're a few hours away. And remember, Jacob Supply can ship products nationally too. So even if you're out of state, you gotta check them out. Follow them on Facebook at Jacob Supply or call them direct at 734-224-0978. That's 734-224-0978. 0978. Remember, Jacob Supply, quality building materials at wholesale prices. And now, on to the show. Exploring theology, doctrine, and all of the fascinating subjects in between, broadcasting from an undisclosed location, Dead Men Walking starts now. Welcome back to another episode of Dead Men Walking. I'm your host, Greg. We got Jason to our right. We're still live at Fat... Fight, laugh, feast. I've only said that nine times. I don't know why I messed it up now. Good Lord. And we've got all kinds of interesting people walking by. We've talked to a lot of the speakers, a lot of the pastors, a lot of the theologians here. We have got uh, a special guest, Mr. Rod Rod Martin. Martin. Oh, yeah. How are you, sir? Oh, yeah. 
he's here. Excited he's about finally this one. here. <laughs> we got all kinds of toys. We and flew him in from here. Destin. That's right. We flew him yeah, in. Yeah. It was all us. No, I'm and joking. I'm he, he, spoke, he spoke earlier today at the conference. What did you speak about uh, earlier? Give yeah. the listeners a little The topic taste. was to the moon and back. Yeah. And nice. And you did take us to the moon. That was awesome. Well, was thank good. you. Thank you. Yes, very much about, about on the one hand, the meta-narrative of Scripture, the the creation mandate and the degree to which that is still very much valid and compelling upon us and how God is is bringing together not merely the redemption of all of the men but of all of the creation as well and our role in it vocationally and and some of the things that are going to happen in the next generation or two. Beautiful. What was the fact you gave us about the the moon mission? How much technology uh, there was on earth verse? Oh, well I I pulled out my iPhone and pointed out that there is more computing power in this one device that I'm holding, mm. not all iPhones, but this iPhone, than existed on the entire planet Earth when we walked on the moon. Wow. Yeah. That is just unbelievable, Something that we don't think it? about. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah, amazing. So, so among all these other things, obviously CEO of the Martin organization, you're connected with Founders Ministries as well, or no? I do some things with them. Uh, I was in the documentary, By What Standard, yep. and, yep. and um, yep. Tom Askell's an old friend. And. Define for us what futurists mean, because we've been talking a lot of theology on here, and when it said futurists in your bio, I said, man, we want to talk to him and get into some weird, funky stuff here on the <laughs> podcast, because I feel like it always goes to weird and funky when we're talking uh, futurists. So explain to the listeners a little bit what that is about. Well, we we spend a lot of time extrapolating out from current technology and, and geopolitics, the growing field of astropolitics. You know, where are we going to be in 20 years? Where are we going to be in 50 or 100? What are the things that we need to do to get from here to there? Mm. Mm. Now, do you just focus on technology? Or are we looking at, like, uh, uh, socially, where are we going to be? Uh, as, uh, you know, arche- archaeology obviously looks at the past, but we look at social groups and tribes and that, and that as well when we're talking futurists? Or do you mainly focus on technology in relation to how people use it? Well, I'm a pretty holistic guy, and, okay. and from my point of view, everything starts from the Word of God. So, sure. so I'm, I'm personally looking at everything, but vocationally, we do a lot of technology stuff. I was one of the early guys at PayPal. Mm. Uh, we are highly involved in a couple of different pharmaceutical startups, one of which has a liver drug in the works. Actually, we're in phase three human clinical trials. Uh, we've reversed cirrhosis of the liver. Uh, we've got another one we're launching right now with a former head of oncology at the Mayo Clinic with a brain cancer vaccine. Uh, we've got an internet startup that has a minimum viable product now. We are moving rapidly toward the deployment of a company with some technology that I think can beat Elon Musk to Mars. Wow. And, uh, we're busy. Wait a second. What's, what's your stock handle? <laughs> Tell me about that stock handle. <laughs> that company is not public yet. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh-oh. All right. I'm going to keep right. my eye on that. Neither is SpaceX. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, true. They're killing it. Yeah. Oh, we watch, think they're watch, awesome. Oh, watch there. out. We're, we're, on, we're on camera. <laughs> you're you're going to be on camera there. <laughs> you're on. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll be with you shortly. <laughs> we got all kinds of stuff going on here. That's yeah. the fun of doing a live podcast. We have people coming up to the table. That's fine. Right, right. Uh, but, you know, even the uh, the bio, uh, it, you know, I was down at the White House for an outreach uh, with the Trump administration. I met the uh, one of the founders of a company called BioStage, where they're actually taking the trachea and the throat, and with st- stem cells, they can essentially grow it and then put it, you know, for people with... Uh, uh, like throat cancer and things like that, and replace it 
and I think he was trying to raise some funds down there in Washington, D.C. at a round of funding going. But uh, he was explaining it to me. I just went, oh, my gosh, we are getting to a place where um, I don't know, it feels a little bit like we're trying to play God, which is a little strange. My worldview, uh, you know, being a Christian and, and uh, you know, and through creation and things like that. Do, do you ever get into to a weird space where you go, man, I'm almost involved. Well, not you personally involved, but we're getting involved in some of these things that feels like we're trying to, you know, even with AI, almost trying to play God or be God. Well, there well, are what's your people, view of that? There are clearly people who are trying to do that, mostly sure. because yeah. they aren't Christian. And and <laughs> there are other people, I think, who who mistake uh, imitating the creativity of the Father for uh, a form of playing God that I, I think ah. really uh, the line falls in the ethical boundaries between, you know, why you're trying to do a particular thing versus some other reason you might be trying to do a thing. True. Uh, uh, for instance, you're, you're talking about that technology. I have a friend at Harvard who has a laboratory. Actually, he's a very young man. He's got a laboratory named for himself. He is growing hearts and lungs and huh. kidneys and things. Wow. In a, you know, in uh, in, in his laboratory. Are it's you extraordinary. Serious? You know, not not cloned off a pig or something. Yeah, weird, but yeah. I mean, just growing the matrix. And then <laughs> the idea is to take your stem cells infuse them into the organ and then after the whole thing's complete it's as though you were born with that organ wow yeah. so there's no rejection issue when yeah, it's transplanted yeah. into you now he hasn't done it in a human yet he's done it in rats okay. the rats are all well this wow. is good you know but yeah, yeah. that kind of thing has the potential to extend human life expectancy 20 25 years all by itself wow yeah. I, I, uh, I know elon musk is working on Neuralink right now yes which is very interesting i mean taking something you know, and 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 planting it inside. Hey, Gabe, planting it inside of your your skull. You know, so that if your eyesight's bad, you know, you could take those glasses off. Or if you have a, a limb that is not working properly, you know, you can you can hook it up to the wherever that goes in the brain. But that kind of stuff right there, it, it sounds a little bit too good to be true at times. But <laughs> I mean, where well, do you it, go with some of that? It probably works. I'm a little concerned about when I get hacked. Yeah, yeah, right. right, 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 right. <laughs> Suddenly I'm the Borg. Malware, yeah, you know? malware yeah. of the brain. Well, we're, we're already a cyborg right here. Jeez, you know? I, mean, I already have that before I have coffee in the morning. Yeah, malware yeah. of the brain. Jeez. <laughs> right, right. So let me ask you this. We'll combine the two. How about being a futurist or looking at things like AI technology that's coming down the line? You mentioned SpaceX and things like that, and then maybe even like end times eschatology, how do you, where do you land on that? Do you think technology has something to do with the coming of Christ? Does it matter? Uh, it's a good thing. It's a bad thing. I mean, some people base what they see happening in technology. They they look at that, and instead of really looking at the Bible, they look at that and go, well, that Are must be. Are we going to be uh, <laughs> chipped? Are we you know, <laughs> is this the mark of the beast? That's what he's asking That's what we right really now. got you down here for, yeah, Rob. Yeah. Technology. <laughs> When's has, the chip coming? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> technology has nothing to do with Christ's coming. Christ is coming like no it. matter what. Amen. Ah, Amen. Yes. Amen. However, Preach it, brother. That's however, right. technology has everything to do with the creation mandate. Mm. Okay. We are told from the beginning, before the fall, and then again after the flood, that we are to be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have mm -hmm. dominion over everything, everywhere. Mm. And, Amen. And this is the working out of the creation. We're shown what that is because because Adam is placed in the garden and he's told, basically, make the world like this. Mm -hmm. This is the template, Adam. Go to it. Mm -hmm. I set you up. 
I got you. I got you the example. I got you all the raw materials. I got you a woman, for heaven's sake. Yeah, right. She's gorgeous. <laughs> right. Go have sex with her. Yeah. And uh, have a bunch of kids. <laughs> right, and right. So, so you know, and they're going to help. And, and that's what we're still doing. Yeah. You know, the fact that he repeats it to Noah tells you this is not some something that got disrupted by the fall. No. We are still working out the creation. Mm-hmm. We are still, you know, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter. It is the glory of kings to search it out. That's technology. We are learning wow. more and more and more how to solve God's puzzle of creation. Yeah. And you see more and more ways that we, you know, find that, oh, well, here's a miracle drug that was baked into the cake all along. We yeah. just didn't right. know this plant could be used right. that way. Or mm-hmm. here's this mineral that we didn't know was good for anything yeah. that, oh, now it's a key component of your iPhone. And, yeah. you know, yeah. on and on and on. The more we figure out how God brilliantly wove everything together, yeah. the more we're able to push back the curse because we eliminate want, and we, which is to say poverty, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we elevate everyone everywhere. That yeah. was an interesting statistic you talked about earlier. Could you tell our listeners the billion uh, coming oh, out yes. of poverty? Yes, uh, in the last 20 years alone, and note that that Come is on. after the fall of yeah. communism, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, which right. is not a coincidence, <laughs> in the last... 20 years alone, we have lifted a billion people out of extreme poverty. We are on track to lift another billion people out of extreme poverty. Mm. Extreme poverty is not just some nebulous idea. It's, it's defined to mean uh, living on a dollar a day or less. Right. Yeah. You know, the fact that that kind of transformation is happening right now as we speak and nobody knows it. Yeah, is truly extraordinary. But right. well, but, when my generation and younger argue for communism, democratic socialism, whatever that oxymoron is, I just ask them, please show me another system other than capitalism that has lifted more people out of poverty in the history of the known universe than capitalism, and there isn't any. Well, Greg, um, you always talk about the one percent as well, the world one percent. <laughs> right. What is yeah? The, what we, is the we get the one percent, and it's like, geez, if you make more than thirty-six thousand dollars. As a single person in the United States, you are part of the global one percent. People do not realize how well off and rich we are. Right. Well, they really don't, and if they do, they feel guilty about it and start, you know, trying to give everything away. Yeah. And look, you have no sustainability apart from profitability. Yes, yeah. and and that's common sense. But Jesus gives it to you straight up with the parable of the talents, mm-hmm. parable of the minus. Yes, yep. I mean he Come expects on. us yep. to be good stewards profitable steward yes and that profit is with purpose it's not just so i can give it away although of course we give a lot away yeah sure it's also so we can hire more people do more things solve more problems right absolutely you might not like nike but nike makes great shoes and there was a time when people didn't have great shoes you know some of these companies make great clothes well great clothes don't wear out as much and more people are actually clothed and, you know i mean yeah. these are things that are good so so your business is not a ministry because of what it gives away your ministry is a it, your business is a ministry because of the problems it solves right. right now and i said in the talk and i think it's worth repeating here you know when a car salesman sells you a car, mm-hmm. he's not fleecing you for your money. Oh. You wouldn't be buying a car if you didn't need a right. car. Absolutely. Most of us actually have to go to work or go to school yeah. or you know, occasionally go to a doctor's appointment or mm-hmm. something. To do that, you have to have a car. 
And that means Absolutely. I need the car more than the money. And the salesman needs the money more than, than a the car. car. Both people got richer in the exchange. A mutually That's how all beneficial of Beneficial exchange of goods and services. Yes. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Exactly. It's incredible. It really is. It is doing under your neighbor as you would have him do, do under yourself. you. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And when you were talking up there, I said, oh, man, I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little of that economics and a little yeah. bit of that uh, entrepreneurship. That entrepreneurship uh, and that, some, of that, you know, some of that Ben <laughs> Shapiro talk coming through, yeah, you know, yeah. that, which I love so much. Uh, God bless yeah. him. Uh, uh, hopefully one day he comes to know the uh, one true Messiah. We're praying for him. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Amen. Yep. But it was such a breath of fresh air at the conference, too, because you kind of brought some of that stuff into it other than uh, maybe just hitting on some biblical issues, which you did that too, uh, but you, you brought it into the real world. And uh, it was a very interesting talk. Yeah, uh, I, I think also you went into 150 years ago. Well, well, let me back up. We talked about uh, Earth going to hell in a handbasket for a yeah. second. You said that, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. And uh, you, know, you talked about how 150 years ago we would have never expected to have a medicine that would take care of an ailment or something yeah. and now things things are just getting better and better you know i mean i i believe the beatles are post mill honestly yeah. it's getting better <laughs> all the time that. Yes. <laughs> right that song but you know it's it's like it's so true though this is this is what you were talking about in your in in what you were saying up so there so this great th yeah you know? and, and one of my arguments and we've said this before on the podcast is is when i, I get the argument oh the world is getting so bad yeah. the sin is so bad i said look at Look at every segment of time. Sin is sin. The spirit of murder is still alive and well. We used to sacrifice babies at the altars. The Romans used to slice the backs off Christians and so on uh, bearskins and fight them against lions. I mean, it, it's it's the same sin. It might be coming at a different way, right? We might be doing it openly and legally now through abortion and other means. But but the fallen nature of man has has always been here. Yeah, exactly. And, and the adversary is always roaming about the earth, right. looking at who he can kill, steal, and destroy. And I will use that verse out of context for that point. I know everyone listening <laughs> will email me and uh, message me yep, later. you're in but trouble. <laughs> I don't understand why people don't understand the sinfulness of man. I yeah, mean, right. have they read a Bible? I know. <laughs> From beginning to end, it's a train wreck. Look, yeah. at, look at David. This is the only guy about whom God ever see, says, he's a man after my own heart. Right. This is a guy who murdered the guy who was yeah. the husband of the woman he slept with. Right. I mean, wow. this, right. is, this is horrible. <laughs> and, and But... God does not measure our righteousness by our deeds. If he did, we would all be instantly smacked into hell. Right, right. He measures our righteousness by the righteousness of Christ. Mm -hmm. You obtain any righteousness that you have by your faith and trust in him and him yes. alone. Amen. There is no other Amen. way. And so, so the multiplication of righteousness and, and desire to serve God is directly proportionate to the degree to which we share the gospel and people come to faith, how will they hear without a preacher? Right. Mm. We, we can talk about the, the mechanics of salvation, but we need to talk about the job mm -hmm. of gospel preaching. Yeah. We actually yes. need to tell people about Jesus and what he's done for right. us, and God will sort out the rest. Yeah. And as that happens, the world gets better. Now, 
Christians have bad ideas too, mm-hmm. and some of them are you know <laughs> flirting with socialism now, and that right. will turn out terribly. Oh, I know. Sure. But but the more you conform to God's way, the better everything works. It's God who told us not to covet. It's God who told us not to steal. It's God who told us not to deify the state because yeah. He alone is God. Right. Socialism is the systematic mm-hmm. violation of all of all those of things. <laughs> yes. And so you know, hopefully Christians would read their Bible enough to know better. Right. But regardless, if they know Jesus, he will sort it out ultimately. Yep. yep. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. So as we wrap up here, I always like to ask the guests this, what is going on in your life that's exciting you right now, whether it be professionally or biblically? What are you focusing in on or something that maybe in your spare time or your professional time uh, you're, just, you're just really enjoying? Is it a certain aspect of technology? Is it a certain part of the Bible? The new M&Ms. The new- oh, Brownie yes, M&Ms. absolutely. Um, <laughs> Chewy's cheese dip. I had some oh, last night. I'm really that excited. That sounds delicious. Uh, you know, on, uh, three things. Vocationally, you know, we're heavily involved in technology. Mm-hmm. We're involved in biotech. We're involved in internet. Uh, we're, we're moving into aerospace mm-hmm. in the next few years. Uh, hope to be competing with Elon. Uh, sometime in the not terribly distant You're going future. to tell me your and handle. And I have nothing but respect for Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So that is not in any way yeah, a diss yeah. on him. Uh, <laughs> from a from a church perspective, hmm. I have the joy currently of serving as an officer of the executive committee of the Southern Baptist Convention. Okay. Oh. Which is wonderful, and, yes. and I'm so grateful for what God has done through the SBC. And yeah. we have a a lot of work to do and Some I, I really believe stuff going on right there, now there though yes there right? really is and, and not all of it positive but, right, but right. in general you know i think there really is a vision there mm-hmm. especially with dr ronnie floyd who is president of the executive committee currently uh to to work toward a new great awakening yeah. and and that's absolutely essential and that is absolutely something that can happen in america it's yes. happened here before we pray the lord does it but we want to do the work that that would uh, perhaps hopefully cause him to want to reward us with such a great awakening. Yeah. And then third, uh, I'm one of the guys who started something called the Conservative Baptist Network. You, you referenced some of the problems mm-hmm. that we're seeing in the SBC and yeah. other denominations with critical race theory, intersectionality, right. yep. basically Frankfurt School Marxism infiltrating in yes. seminaries yeah. and, in, and in other places. Conservative Baptist Network, we launched in February. It is an organization for Southern Baptist pastors and laymen to come together to try to give hope to people that, hey, we don't have to go down this path, educate them about what that means, and organize them to seek better in the convention. There's no reason that the SBC has to go down that path at all. And uh, we're working very hard to stop it. That's awesome. Awesome. That's well, awesome. thank you so much, Rod. I know you have to get going. Lots of information for our listeners to check out. Hey, uh, and happy birthday, by the way. Hey, thank oh, that's right. Yeah, we saw, that's... yeah, man. We just sang happy birthday. A thousand people. Have you had more people at one time sing happy birthday to you I before? don't think I have. That's pretty good. <laughs> well, Rod, that's thank fun, you man. so much. And, guys, if you have any questions for us, uh, feel free to uh, reach out to us. Be sure to follow us at Dead Men Walking Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Twitter. Uh, heck, we're even on the one that uh, all the conservatives are on. Parlor, yeah, we're on Parler. that one. I lost for a minute. Yep. Rod, thank you so much for coming on, and God bless. We'll see you guys next time. Yep. Great to be here. Yep, yep. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Dead Men Walking Podcast for full video podcast episodes and clips, or email us at deadmenwalkingpodcast at gmail.com. 
on your biscuits. Be sure to check us out at dmwpodcast.com where you can purchase the best and snarkiest merch on the internet, support the show, and leave us a review or message. Dead Men Walking can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Dead Men Walking Podcast and on Twitter X at Real DMW Podcast. The Dead Men Walking Podcast is part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. For exclusive show content, be sure to download the Pub TV app and become a member. If you're a business that needs to reach hundreds of thousands of potential customers in your demographic, podcast advertising might be for you. Send all inquiries to Dead Men Walking Podcast at gmail.com. None your biscuits.